there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host, and uh, we are in episode 64.4, and we are beginning Exodus uh, chapter 1. So uh, that's exciting. We're in our next chapter, our next book of, uh, of the Old Testament. So welcome, and thank you for being here. Uh, I'm uh, so glad that you're able to carve out a little bit of time out of your day in order to read from God's Word. It's a short chapter. Uh, this is now uh, going from the end of Genesis where uh, Joseph has passed away and uh, between Genesis and Exodus, I mentioned this yesterday, that there is about 400 years uh, between the two. And so the first chapter is telling us about how uh, the Israelites uh, become stronger and stronger and they continue to grow and get bigger and the Egyptians are watching all this happen and of course we're getting a new king there's a new pharaoh who has no idea of anything that happened with Joseph and his family and how Joseph got along with that pharaoh there's no record of that there's no no there's no there's no uh memory of it so I don't know why but that's the way it is but anyway so the Egyptians are fearing uh, the Israelites and they're afraid that they're gonna get so powerful that they're gonna overpower the Egyptians so they make the Israelites their slaves and they're they're absolutely merciless and they're driving them and you know making them do all this work and that's where we're at right now so uh, I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer like we do, and then we'll go ahead and read our chapter. So <clears throat> let's pray. Holy and mighty God, we come before your throne uh, humbled, grateful, thankful, just and so in love with you. And we are um blessed by all that you do and all that you provide and if we sat there and listed everything we'd be here all day but lord we're just thankful for your kindness and your mercy and uh, how you take care of everything even though we have no idea what you're doing or what your plan is uh, lord we're also grateful for and most grateful for your son jesus we are thankful for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for our sins, Lord. Uh, without that, we would be nothing. And so we're, we're thankful that we have salvation through the blood of Jesus. I am thankful for those who are out there, who are listening. Um, we pray over each and every one of them. We don't know what their needs are. I don't know what their needs are, but you do. And I put it all in your hands, Lord. Whatever they need, whether it's financial or uh, health-wise, physically, mentally, Whatever it is they need, Lord, you you will provide it. And so just bless them, their families, watch over them. Um, bless uh, Jeremiah, Lord. I know he's not feeling well right now, so please uh, help him to get better. Um, and for so many others that uh, I, I don't have the privilege to explain those things out loud over this podcast, but you know what my heart is and you know what those issues are and who those people that need uh, prayer. So Lord, just bless them, watch over them, heal them, take care of them. We invite you into this uh, time in your word. We ask you to um, clear our minds and our, our hearts 
um, slay our flesh, Lord. Just, just help us to just focus on you and your word so that we can better get to know you. We want a relationship with you. We don't want just to just keep living our lives the way we do. We want to be able to live the way you want us to do. So bless this time in your word. Reveal to us what we need to learn. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Exodus chapter 1, episode 64.4. The Israelites in Egypt. <clears throat> These are the names of the sons of Israel, that is Jacob, who moved to Egypt with their father, each with his family. Reuben, I'm sorry, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. In all, Jacob had 70 descendants in Egypt, including Joseph, who was already there. In time, Joseph and all his brothers died, ending that entire generation. But their descendants, the Israelites, had many children and grandchildren. In fact, they multiplied so greatly that they became extremely powerful and filled the land. Eventually, a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what uh, he had done. He said to his people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. We must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. If we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. Then they will escape from the country. So the Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them, hoping to wear them down with crushing labor. They forced them to build the cities of Pithnam and Ramses as supply centers for the king. Hang on a second. My dogs are barking. I'm sorry. My dogs were barking. Uh, so I'm going to start at uh, verse 11. So the Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them, hoping to wear them down with crushing labor. They forced them to build the cities of Pithnam and Ramses as supply centers for the king. But the more the Egyptians oppressed them, the more the Israelites multiplied and spread, and the more alarmed the Egyptians became. So the Egyptians worked the people of Israel without mercy. They made their lives bitter, forcing them to mix mortar and make bricks and do all the work in the fields. They were ruthless in all their demands. Then Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, gave his order to the Hebrew midwives, Shifra and Puah, when you help the Hebrew women as they give birth, watch as they deliver. If the baby is a boy, kill him. If it is a girl, let her live. But because the midwives feared God, they refused to obey the king's orders. They allowed the boys to live too. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives. Why have you done this? He demanded. Why have you allowed the boys to live? The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. The midwives replied, they are more vigorous and have their babies so quickly that we cannot get there in time. So God was good to the midwives and the Israelites continued to multiply, growing more and more powerful. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, throw every newborn Hebrew boy into the Nile River, 
but you may let the girls live. Okay, so uh, I only highlighted about five or six different things. Um, I started out with, these are the names of the sons of Israel, that is Jacob. Um, and I highlighted all the names, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. Uh, and, it all, and including uh, Joseph. Then uh, down in eight, uh, well, I guess I should have highlighted six. In time, Joseph and all his brothers died, ending that entire generation. Um, eventually, a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. Uh, he said to his people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. So the Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them, hoping to wear them down with crushing labor. They forced them to build the cities of Pithom and Ramses. Uh, then down in 13, the Egyptians worked the people of Israel without mercy, and they were ruthless in all their demands. Then Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, gave this order to the Hebrew web, web, uh, midwives. Uh, if a baby boy is, is if a baby is born, uh, is a boy, kill him. But because the midwives fear God, uh, they refused to obey the king's orders. They allowed the boys to live too. So they were being obedient to, to God. <clears throat> and then of course, Pharaoh gets mad at him. Why did you do that? And they are telling him that the women are so, you know, hardy that they have their babies so quickly that they don't have time to get to the babies to kill them. So God was happy, and uh, he was good to the midwives for being obedient, and the Israelites continued to multiply, growing more and more powerful. Uh, and because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. And then, of course, at the end of this, chapter tw uh, verse 22, Pharaoh gives the order to throw all the newborn babies, boys, Hebrew boys, into the Nile River. So this, again, is more history. You know, you can probably... You know, everybody knows this story. I mean, and it's history. It's real. Um, so, you know, this is the beginning of the Exodus. It's the beginning of how God is going to get them out of Egypt is what it sounds like to me. So it goes back to that verse where we read it in, uh, what was it, 40, 50, uh, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. You know, all of this harmfulness to the Egyptians is uh, bad, but it's going to be for the good of the Israelites because he's going to get them out. Um, and of course, chapter two is the birth of Moses. And that's not a spoiler. It's right there in your Bible. So, uh, so with that said, uh, that's it for today. There's really nothing to kind of chew on. This is more just a little bit of history. There's nothing, you know, there's no... Uh, the thing that I like about up here, I think this is, I like that they give you little verses to read. Uh, so at the top of this page, God heard Israel's groaning and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, Exodus 2, 24. I like those little uh, Bible verses that they give uh, for us to read. I don't know what I did with my things, but anyway. Uh, so that's it for today. Uh, Again, uh, I will always give you the opportunity to um, make Jesus Lord of your life. 
If you haven't done that, if you haven't made a commitment to Jesus and accepted him into your heart, uh, this is your moment. I always give you this opportunity to say this prayer. Uh, we call it the prayer of salvation, and uh, I will lead you in it. Uh, it's not about me. It's about you and your relationship with God, not with me. So um, uh, let me go ahead and lead you in that prayer. Uh, if you're uh, already a believer, feel free to say it with us. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, Congratulations and welcome into the kingdom, the adopted family of Jesus Christ. You're a brother or sister in Christ now. So uh, I strongly recommend that you mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you have a new birthday in Christ uh, and get to a church, get to a pastor, get to somebody who can help you uh, answer the questions that you may have about your new life and uh, start living for Jesus. Uh, get into a Bible study, go to work at a, in a ministry, uh, whatever it is that you find that God is leading you to do, I suggest you go do it. So that's it for today. Again, I'm so happy that you were able to uh, carve out a little bit of time out of your day to do this. I don't know what time it is, morning, noon, or night, but I'm glad that you were able to do it. And uh, I pray blessings over uh, you and your families, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless you.